0: over Ming's kingdom. We should land near the entrance of the abandoned drain tunnel. Our ship can be well concealed there. I
1: the place. Hi there, everyone. This is Barney. This is Loco Ludus, a podcast about tabletop game modifications in all their forms. I really hope this is going to be a short, quick episode. But I'm inspired right now to to, to share uh, my, my good mood of having got up this morning, Sunday, and convinced my seven-year-old daughter that we could run a little round of my own RPG system. And then, a little bit later on, my son woke up, and he, being uh, a keen gamer excuse me um was really keen to to join the fun and we did another little round of the game now i've not mentioned this game ever before it's uh it's and it's going to stay a secret for a little while longer because there's the hammer horror there's blade runner there's board games there's skirmish games there's all sorts of things to be getting on with but it is there and um, the really really nice thing was that it was easy to explain to her age seven and she got the concepts having said that she's not a big gamer and so her attention uh, span was relatively short for it. You know, her enthusiasm was was there, but it didn't last too long. She enjoyed doing the character sheet, uh, making a little card figure. And uh, having played the first round, the first little mini scenario with her, her enthusiasm came back when my son uh, joined joined the gang too and he was uh also uh really excited and keen to play it and i'm really interested to hear some more of his feedback on it uh it was it was really great to you know i've i've played it with him before in a slightly older iteration uh, and it's now in a, an evolved form. And it was really nice to see the way that some of the mechanisms worked, how some of the situations worked, how, you know, kind of with some rough ballpark figures for different uh, stats played out. Um... And then also to see where some of the gaps were. And what was especially nice and rewarding for me there was that the gaps arose and instead of feeling like the game ground to a halt or there was a fundamental problem, it was simply a case of uh, fleshing out a rule Uh, something like that. Rather than having that feeling of, oh, there's a real gap there. Oh, I'm going to have to go back to the drawing board about something. It feels like everything uh, dovetails, nests, and combines pretty well. So I guess that's that's my... I should think... That should probably be my New Year's resolution to, (coughs) excuse me, to uh, really get that going over the course of next year. It'll have to be the latter half of next year, I suspect, but it'll get there, it'll get there. Mm, mm, mm. So what else is there apart from getting my jumper caught on a banister rail? Well, on Friday, I recorded another interview with Tom Barbele, or I continued my interview with, with Tom Barbele of My Rules Are Better podcast. Um, he's put out a little mini episode in the interim. He's a, he's a quick one. He's fast. That man is fast. Um, where, he, where he reflects on that a little bit. And he describes himself as irascible, in the interview or during the, that he was irascible during the the interview in a jovial kind of, at the same time, serious way. Um, and that's interesting, that's very interesting. And we had a little discussion about how much to cut out um, and where, and that will be interesting. And he's, he's interested to see what I'm gonna do. And I'm interested to see what I'm going to do personally um i i really enjoyed it as well. it was really enjoyable there was some there's some really good bits in there um so so i'm I'm looking forward to uh yeah putting getting that getting that sorted and putting that out really soon um yeah i i still i didn't get to the end of exactly you know what Tom's projects are and, and, it, and where they come from, but we got some way further with that, and there are for me, there are a couple of key uh, realizations I've had, or things that Tom talks about which clarify how things how his games emerge or fit into his worldview and uh, aims, if you like, for, for, uh, for ludic activity, we could say. Um, there's, there's another interview, which, which is really, it's, it's it's on some, it's, it's, it's there and it's not there. It's there and it's not there and it's, it's going to be there really very soon very soon and it's going to be another good bit of fun as well for listeners i hope certainly for me i know it will be uh dave aldridge of deep percentile left me a really nice message not for broadcast um yesterday friday evening shall we say um about someone he thought i might like to interview so i really hope uh, that's gonna that'll come off because um that really piqued my interest so that's great and i've got a few more people i want to get in touch with and a few more people i've already you know been c- trying to cajole to come on the show so that's all really good it's so great Talk to people, um, to, you know, to have a have a running dialogue with them. Uh, what else to say? Well, I've received a letter from Doctor Ludus, uh, which which explains uh, a few things that I that I hadn't quite been, hadn't quite realised. And it reads as follows Dear moderator of Loco Ludus, this is your other moderator, Dr. Ludus, speaking. I think, given the title of this podcast, I should be the main presenter. Or, if not the main presenter, an equal presenter. And if not an equal presenter, at least being in control of those portions of the podcast in which listeners' gaming problems are discussed and attempted to be healed. Yeah, the grammar's a bit wonky there, isn't it, really? Hmm. So, so this, yes, okay. So this, this, un- I, I, th- I can understand now then the fact that there's been this other person presenting the show, this Dr. Ludus and well you know why not that's what i say why not so dr ludus if you're out there if you're hiding somewhere in my house perhaps in the cellar then yes you may come out there is some work to be done because i've had i've had some more messages which are basically to him
0: Um yeah uh Dr. Ludus. Yeah, hi. Uh my name is 66 and I've recently been turned into a were shark and I I'm just having some problems deciding when when it's okay to take a bite out of my companions. I, I don't know, like it, it, if you have any thoughts, I I think it would be very helpful. I'd really appreciate it. This is something I, uh, I'm struggling with. Um, and yeah, I, I heard in your last session that I should tell you what comes to mind when I think of my PIN number. And yeah, s- so that would be Trumpets. Thank you, 66. Uh, this is Dr. Ludus, by the way. Uh, in my new section of this, the Local Ludus podcast... Yes, thank you, 66. To start with the pin number trumpets. There are many things going on here. Naturally, this is a multiphalic reference in your mind when you go to the cash point and take your money. And the other thing is that there must be lots of money in your account, which is very good because uh, these... Several uh, therapy sessions don't come so very cheap. But on to the problem of the wear shock uh, conditions that you are currently suffering from. And the first thing to say is this has everything to do with hydration and nothing to do with what you eat, the solids. So, what I suggest here. Is that when these these feelings of eating your your comrades the the tearing of the flesh in your sharp teeth the 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 emptying out of the life husk of those people around you, the ones that would otherwise help you well, what you need to do is take a long and st- strong Drink. This must something strong. This must be something strong. So, I suggest something like surgical spirits or that, 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 that strong vinegar for cleaning and so forth. But the pure one or maybe perhaps see Das. this Das. Das. vice vice spiritus the, the white spirit you call it, or uh, as a spirits and uh, and uh take a moment drink this calm down balance here, and then weiter you can keep going and you will probably look at your friends in a new light. Yes, Dr. Ludus, this is Jason, just calling to tell you the first things to come into my mind. One, two, three, four, Thank you for all the help you give me, Dr. Ludus. Thank you very much. Well, there we have Jason checking in with us that the cures are still working for him. Uh, the, uh, the sharing of his PIN number there, the so one, two, three, four. This is very generous of you, Jason. But uh, uh, I wonder if... Maybe it is not actually your PIN number and that, in fact, what you are showing us is that, thankfully, you are now once again able to count in sequence.
1: Well, that is quite enough of that for one episode. I promised a short episode. There's some more nice call-ins that pick up on the AI constraint debate and how it will play out in the Hammer Horror Games that we're planning for the new year. So that feels like another episode. I've said my piece. You've heard Dr Ludus helping out those poor Sharks and eternal truckers. Um, and, well, there'll be Tom Barbelay soon. Another interview soon after that. And probably somewhere in between all of that, another episode on those topics. All the best.